Hello, and welcome to the Climate Friendly Travel Podcast, where each episode we speak to the great and the good of the global travel and tourism industry to learn more about what they're doing to ensure that the principles of climate friendly travel are being advanced. I'm Jed Brown, your host for this week's episode, and today I'm delighted to be joined by Bob Garner, who's the owner of a luxury holiday rental in Italy called Casa dei Fici, which has sustainable practices running through its core. Bob is a vociferous advocate of sustainable practices in hospitality and uses his voice and expertise to help and encourage others to make a start on their own sustainable journeys. He's recently launched a new initiative for small holiday rentals called Enviro Rental, which provides resources and help for holiday rental owners to start their path to a more sustainable offering. In this episode, I speak to Bob about his approach to sustainability in holiday rentals, what they're doing at Casa dei Fici, and how Enviro Rental is helping small businesses on their climate-friendly travel journey. Enjoy. So, Bob, you are most welcome to the Climate Friendly Travel Podcast. Great to have you on the show. Great. Great to be here, Jed. Thanks very much for inviting me. It's it's absolutely our pleasure. Um, so, first of all, for, for all of our listeners out there, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and about, your, and about, in particular, your sustainability journey, why you're on this sustainability journey that you're on, which we'll get into. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, so my name's Bob Garner, and with my partner Ian, we run Casaldi Fiki, which are sustainable holiday departments in Italy. Uh, we've been here for ooh, 17 years now, and we moved from London, uh, gave up our corporate lives to buy an old farmhouse in rural Italy, a, an abandoned place, and converted it into holiday departments. Um, and at that point, you know, 17 years ago, we decided that we wanted to build sustainability into those apartments. We knew nothing about it before. We just knew that it was something that was important and we should be doing something about it. And so what I've done over those years, what we've done over those years, is implement more and more things around sustainability, trying out what works, implementing them, discarding those things that don't have a a great impact, and slowly building up our knowledge, our expertise around sustainability for vacation rentals or holiday rentals, as we say in Europe, Um, which is around being sustainable, but also communicating that sustainability to our guests and involving them and bringing them in gently into the story and helping educate them so that when they go home, they've learned a little bit more about sustainability that they can build into their own lives. So that's how we started. And then a few years ago, I got... Uh, frustrated that I wasn't communicating to enough people. I wasn't getting out that message to a wider audience. And that's when I started to talk to the wider holiday rental community. It's a huge community around the world online and at conferences. And it soon became apparent in having spoken to hundreds of maybe thousands now of property managers and hosts that actually very little is happening in our industry in holiday rentals around the world on sustainability. And that's not to call anybody anybody out. We're all on a journey. We've all got to start somewhere. But ultimately, most people are aware of it, but they're not doing anything about it. And so I've been over the years trying to educate, inform, writing articles, talking on podcasts like this, giving speeches at conferences and trying to bring people in to the story and get them involved. And then slowly we've just moved on to try and build that into a community who can take action. I love I love that. 
when when we talk about sustainability in um in, in holiday rentals and you were sort of saying it's about um you know for for, for your own point of view at, at uh, Casa del Fichi, it's it's about educating other people how many how many clients you know are the clients that come the the the, the do you call them clients clients guests yes guests the guests i should say um when the guests come are they are they is sustainability on the top of their agenda the, the guests that come to you or is that something that really you you do need to communicate more to them are they are they are they more aware of it when they leave than when they arrive shall we say they're certainly more aware of it when they leave than when they arrive but now we've got a mix because what we've done is we've built sustainability into our brand for those people listening in england will understand this you know we're like a black a stick of blackpool rock we've got sustainability all the way through us at every touch point in our organization is sustainability on our website in our digital guide in our communication we're on site so in our daily communication with our guests as well when we're talking to them in the products that they use on site, in the things that they do, in the experiences they have. It's sustainability, sustainability, sustainability. So our brand is all about that. Obviously, good guest experience, of course, but sustainability. And so now we get people who come to us who don't know about sustainability and go home having learned a bit more. But we now attract a lot of people who are interested in sustainability, who are driving an EV and therefore want to use our EV charger who are founders through a particular eco-site, who have seen our branding online. And this is why I think it's a great thing when I talk to people about sustainability. It's absolutely not just about saving the planet, important though that is. It's also about developing your business, branding your business. And there are consumers out there who are looking to stay sustainably. The data that comes out, as you know, from Booking.com and from Expedia this year, around 80% of consumers would like to stay more sustainably they're looking to find these places that are sustainable and so i always say to business if you don't do it for the planet fine do it for your business because there's a demographic out there of people who are looking to be sustainable and why don't you start to take those first few steps around sustainability brand your organization as sustainable without greenwashing of course and then start to attract those consumers and then you will find that that will be a really good uh, income generation for you and will motivate you to take some more steps along the green path uh, I think that's that's really interesting, and and it it reminds me of there's been a few conversations that we've had um, on this podcast series actually about sustainability as a competitive advantage. Do you do you believe that um, that that having a sustainable business and talking about sustainability, do you believe that that provides you with a competitive advantage today? I. I am totally convinced in it because, you know, we did it because we believe in in sustainability. But of course, I've still got to sustain my business. Sustainability is also about financial sustainability. It's used very much now in a planetary term, but you've got to sustain your business financially as well. And, and we're a very successful business. We have a 95% book direct rate. We have a 65% return rate. We have a lot of referrals. We get amazing reviews. That all builds into a return on investment, which is great. We spend very little on marketing because people are coming to us direct. They're coming from word of mouth. They're coming from referrals. 
already, you know, our, our, our bookings for next year, we're halfway there because people are coming back. They're coming back from this year and from previous years. So I know it works. And I know that they re- one of the reasons they come is because they're passionate or, or becoming more passionate around sustainability. And it, it seems to me crazy because you've got two amazing properties. They're, they're both the same proposition, the same value, the same location totally equal in price and in every other way, but one has sustainability and one doesn't. Which consumer is not going to choose the sustainable option, all other factors being equal? Mm. It seems to me it's a no-brainer. And and there are very few people in my area, competitors, whether they be hotels or short-term rentals, who are doing anything around sustainability. So somebody wants to come to this area, they're interested a little bit in sustainability, they're going to come and stay with us. It seems to me like an easy win. Yeah, it's 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 a no brainer. Do you do you feel that um, in the next ten years? We were talking before off air about um, how I think we're both the same on this. We we look more with a, a twenty thirty vision, certainly not a twenty fifty vision at this stage. Um, do you think in the coming years it's going to be it's going to be the bare minimum? As in today, you know, we can act on this, and it, and it can be a competitive advantage, and we can do well out of this. However, you know, how long before? <laughs> How long before, actually, it's not a competitive advantage anymore? It's just an essential to survive. Well, absolutely. You know, I I talk to people um, about sustainability and I describe it like this. It's a bit like having water and having good Wi-Fi. Do you remember a few years ago? I'm old enough to remember the pre-Wi-Fi days. Me too. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and then it started to become ingrained. And and now it's totally expected. If you went to a place that didn't have Wi-Fi, I mean, it just would not work, would it? Sustainability will be like having Wi-Fi. You know, it will be a given that everybody has to have some elements of sustainability. It's going to take time. It's going to happen slowly. There are going to be some laggards. There are going to be some people further down the line. But it will will come and to give you an example you know booking.com who are starting to do quite a lot around sustainability a year or so ago they introduced their eco badge it was a very early very small very low entry arrangement but it was the beginning just about a a month ago they've bumped that up to a sort of three-stage badging system still it's you know it still needs improvement but it shows an intent that they're starting to badge properties i think they've got 150,000 on the on the platform now and then they then want to monitor to see if those properties are getting more bookings they're getting more clicks more click to book rate and that's what will be important that they can see that it's good for their business and and they've they've said i was at a conference just the other week in porto and the the chief guy at booking was there saying you know sustainability is a core part of our strategy moving forward it will be central to what we do and when the likes of the big boys like booking and expedia say that then you know that some of the market is going to have to follow ultimately so so I'm very confident it will happen. The speed of it, I'm not so sure. Yeah, I, I've got a feeling it's going to be quite quick, actually. I, I, I feel it like, because I noticed all of that with um, with Booking.com. Um, I, I think I think the speed is going to actually be relatively quickly on that. But um, but which mm. which means that there's more of an urgency, I think, for um, certainly for, for small, small players and and rentals um, holiday rentals. To um to make sure you're ahead of the curve and and make advantage now while you can be at the forefront as one of the early adopters almost um of, yep. of sustainable practice I think it's a great opportunity to really set yourselves aside before it gets to the point where everybody's doing it and you don't have as much of a competitive advantage anymore um and that and that 
And that really very, very nicely leads us. It's like I planned it, Bob. It leads us on to Enviro Rental. <laughs> now um, you've got you've got this um, this new initiative uh, which you're launching called Enviro Rental. Tell us a little bit about it and the the origins of it and um, and and what this is all about. Yeah, so it comes back to this journey that I've been on about trying to educate and inform our industry around sustainability. And I do it as a volunteer because I'm totally passionate about it. You know, I've got a sustainable business. I could just sit here at home and, and pull in the money and relax and, and smile and take it easy. But that's not what I want to do. I want to help other people on that journey because I think it's really important. And so, you know, I was, I've been speaking at a few conferences and and um, I've got one of these sort of techniques that I use, um, whereas I get people to stand up in the room and they're property managers. I was at um, Valencia the other week doing it. There's 500 people in the room. They're all, they stand up. I'm talking about sustainability. And I say, stay standing if you believe that sustainability should be a core part of your business. Everybody in the room stays standing. They believe in their in their hearts that it should be something they should be doing. But then the second question is, continue to stay standing if you've actually done something around sustainability in your business. 95% of the people sit down. And so what what occurred to me, um, and it's become clearer and clearer, that there's there's this gap between the, the ambition of property managers and hosts and their ability to deliver around sustainability. There's this gap that we need to fill. I'm not blaming them whatsoever. They're busy people. They're trying to run a business. They believe that they should be doing sustainability, but it never comes to the top of the agenda. It never, it, you know, it's, and I, I always say it is sustainability. It's not something you do for the last 15 minutes on a Friday afternoon before your clock off. You need to build it into your business. And so it seemed to me that the blocker from talking to hundreds of people is they're confused around sustainability. They don't know what to do and they don't know what to where to start. And so that's why I've, I'm creating Enviro Rental, which will launch next month. And the idea is to move, move those blockers out of the way of these hosts and these property managers to give them the resources, the techniques, the roadmap, the information, the education, the news, the survey data all my learning, all my experience, and from other people as well, and put it into a hub, into a, a website, and give it away freely to the community. Because if we can get them on that road, and I call it signposting sustainability for vacation rentals, signpost where they need to go and then what they can do, and give them some easy, simple, quick wins, avoiding greenwashing, that get them on the road to sustainability. And that my, my, my belief is that if once they're on that road and they start to see the benefits, it's a virtuous circle, as I found with my business, and then they're motivated to take further steps along the road. So that's what environmental is meant to do. It's about taking away those blockers for the host and giving them the resources that they need. So, okay, you, you don't know what to do. You don't know where to start. Go here, start here, start from A and end up at Z. Um, and you'll move from zero to hero around sustainability. Love that. And presumably you're, you, you, you're going to help them, you know, to, to create a, a sort of a, an initial, like, a, I suppose, a plan um, for, for, you know, a, a sort of like a strategic plan for, for how they're going to change their business. Because, I mean, that's what we are talking about, really, right? You know, we're talking about them essentially changing the core of their business or, or pivoting, should we say, um, yeah. towards sustainability, right? 
Absolutely. Yeah, there'll be a roadmap which will talk about some of the key things they can do, uh, possibly in the order which they can do them, but they can choose how they how they operate that. Uh, and, and basically saying, okay, so you know, let's talk about energy. What can you do around energy? Do A, B, and C, and this is how you do it. And then you have achieved that. And then let's talk about plastic. Let's talk about waste. Let's talk about water. You know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know those topics. Hmm. Uh, taking them one at a time, breaking down that subject into simple steps. You know, not in any way to patronize them. These are clever, intelligent people, but they're short on time. But make it easy for them. You know, what I found when I was starting, I was going out and doing all this research, comparing this with this, and how does that work? And would this be better than this? These people don't have the time for that. So mm. I've got to have done all that research for them. I've got all that information, I hope and presenting it to them in a simple, usable form that they can go, oh, yeah, I can do that. And then I'll, I'll take that next step along the green path. So that, that's the intention. And obviously, we'll develop and adapt it as we go along. What what are, in terms of the, the holiday rentals, what are some of the um, easiest quick wins um, that holiday rentals can do? You know, when you were sort of starting this, and you're obviously further along the journey than, than most, what, what are the... What are the quick wins that, you know, really that the barrier to, to them starting this is just so low, they should be doing this straight away, or they certainly can do this straight away if they wish to. What are those kind of quick wins that people can do? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was slightly different because we were rebuilding a property from scratch. So putting solar panels on the roof right. was a no brainer, digging yeah. a well, putting a uh, in a organic garden, things like that. So whether I'm typical or not, I don't know. But for the typical uh, holiday rental owner, I would say certainly start with energy first, because energy is one of the biggest parts of your carbon footprint. Mm. So for example, you know, if you don't have solar panels and you can't at this at this moment build solar panels, put them on your roof or whatever, think about your your energy tariff, where you take your electricity from. Are you on a green energy tariff? If not, contact your your provider and ask to be put on a green energy tariff. Uh, if by any chance, and it's unlikely now, but in some parts of the world, there isn't a green energy tariff with them, switch to a different provider. At the end of the day, it isn't going to cost you any more money. And you're still getting yet the same electricity coming down the wires, yeah. but that your money is going to support renewable energy projects. And that's what's really important. We need to move money away from carbon and into green energy. And, and that is a really big step that you can take. Uh, and it's such a simple step. It's a phone call. It's a quick connection on email or on the web. It, it, it's not rocket science. It's not difficult. You know, it's, um, it's a bit like, you know, changing your bank people just never think oh i should change my bank they never think about changing their energy provider but that is one of the key things you can do and most of the time you don't have to change the provider you just have to say i want to be a green energy tariff and if you're not sure pull out your bill look it up online and it should itemize the type of energy that you're you're taking in and what the source of that energy is so that's a super quick win. And then uh, with all of these things, you start to create a brand. You start to put something on your website around sustainability. And this is, this is really crucial, is whatever you're doing, however small it is, put a page on your website and talk about it. Don't exaggerate it. Don't greenwash. Be honest about it. Say you're on a journey. Say you're starting. So you're being completely open and honest possibly put down some things that you have an ambition to do next month, next year, whatever's appropriate. So consumers can see that you're on that journey and that you're moving in this direction and they will appreciate that. Because the important thing I always say 
you know, we've all heard of green washing, but another term is green hushing, hushing, which is you're doing stuff, but you're not talking about it. What is the point of that? If you're doing stuff, talk about it, because if you want to attract those green consumers, they need to hear it. They need to see it. They need to know. And if you're keeping it quiet, then you're doing great stuff, but you're not differentiating yourself from your competitors. Uh, it, that's really interesting because I've spoken to um, you know, like you, Bob. I, I speak to a lot of different um, accommodation providers and, and businesses in 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 our industry, um, and there's a lot where you know. So when we're for, for my own business, for Low Season Traveller, you know, we want to work with with accommodation providers that um, that are at least on a sustainability journey. So usually, I'll always say as a, as a starting point, you know, I want to see your publicly visible <clears throat> um, commitment to sustainable practice. Um, and honestly, in in some really surprising destination, even like in places like Switzerland, which I thought they would all have it all, and they're like, "Well, look, no, no, we we do do a lot of stuff. We don't have anything. Um, we don't have a sustainability policy. We don't have anything on the website, but we do do this, this, and this." And I was saying exactly what you're saying. I said, "Why wouldn't you shout about that? Why wouldn't you?" Exactly. Talk? And they what they were saying was really interesting because on a few a few occasions when I was asking that, and they were saying. Well, look, you know, we're not perfect. We're not, you know, we could be doing so much better. So they're scared to Absolutely. outline anything that they're doing in case, quote, people will throw stones at them, you know, try and pick holes in them. And I was trying to say to them, I said, well, look, they're going to throw more stones at you for not having anything, you know, yeah. publicly visible than having something. But it's, it's, and you said this to me we, when we first met, um, gosh, it must have been earlier on this year, Bob. And you were saying to me, and it absolutely resonated, and I've I've quoted this back to many people since then, so you, you're doing a great job, Bob, um, <laughs> that it's a journey, that it's a journey, and it's okay to make a start. You don't have to be perfect. And let's face facts, none of us are perfect. Who is? But just state that you, we're, we're on a journey and we're making efforts, and this is important to us, and that's why we're making a start. But we're not perfect, and it's trying to get that message across to people and trying – give them a bit of confidence to do that. Um, but do you yeah. do you find a similar kind of... Um... Absolutely. You're totally right, Jed. I, th I think people are concerned. They may not quite express it in this way, but they're concerned about being accused of greenwashing, that they've done one or two things and they put that on and people accuse them of being a holier-than-thou, super green, super eco... And that's why I would say, be honest, say we're on a journey, we've started here, we have a lot more to do, you know, da 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 Nobody's going to criticise you, you for that. You're just being truthful. Greenwashing is when you try and exaggerate the impacts that, that you're having, and that's what we want to avoid. We want people to be truthful. So, yeah, I think it's bizarre, and I come across it all the time. Yeah, it's interesting. Bob, it's one of the challenges I have with this podcast, Bob, is we have half an hour and it <laughs> goes, goes so, so quickly. quickly, doesn't it? I say that and the guests are always saying the same. They're saying, gosh, that went so quickly. Um, sadly, we are starting to run out of time. Um, one of the questions that um, that we always like to ask our guests um, is this one. And I like to I like to read it out to make sure I ask it in exactly the same way for every guest that we have. Okay. And that's this. If you had just one piece of information or message which you'd like the wider world to know or be aware of regarding sustainability and the climate crisis, what would that be? It's super simple for me. The message is always just 
start. Just start somewhere. Take the first step. The, the first step is always the hardest. And you think you've got to do so much research and so much investigation. And you're worried about what that first step should be, and how you'll be judged and whether it will work and how the guests will take it and da, 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 da. Just take the first step. Take the first step see how it lands, review its impact, uh, see how it works for your business, and then review and be motivated to take further steps. Because the first step is the hardest things. Once you're on that path and you get started, I guarantee you'll get motivated to take some further steps. I always say sustainability, I say it all the time, sustainability is like a really nice drug. You get started and it's a bit like eating crisps or potato chips, as the Americans say, you just can't stop. And that was how it was for me. You take the first step, you go, oh, I like this. And you take some more steps. You see it's good for you. You get a good feeling and there's nothing wrong with that. It's great for the planet and it's great for your business so it's a bit like you just can't stop doing it and uh so but you've got to start once you start you'll be you'll be hooked on those potato chips yeah it's that it's that feel good factor as well isn't it you feel good about it as well and i think absolutely that's, and why not and why not absolutely love that love that thank you for that bob um Anybody out there that um, wants to sort of sign up in advance, so you're launching next month with Envirorental. So the website is envirorental.earth, am I right? That's correct. Yeah, envirorental.earth. Um, and they can always check me out on LinkedIn, uh, Bob Garner, and uh, you, you'll see me posting there every day around sustainability. Perfect. And we'll put um, we'll put all of those details in the show notes, uh, which people will be able to find on iTunes and Spotify and everything else as well. Uh, Bob, it's always a great pleasure speaking to you. I love catching up with you. I love your passion which just shines across every time I speak to you um, but thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us on the Climate Friendly Travel Podcast Yeah, thank you and thank you for your time and what you do too, cheers Jeff So there you have it, huge thanks again to Bob for joining us today and if you'd like to learn more about Enviro Rental I highly recommend you visit their website at envirorental.earth and of course, you can check out casadefici.com website to see what Bob is doing for his own holiday rental. And you can join Bob and hundreds more like-minded travel businesses and individuals by joining Climate Friendly Travel and indeed becoming an ambassador by signing up free of charge to join the Sonex registry at climatefriendly.travel or of course, you can email us at info at thesunprogram.com. But that's our show for this week. Thanks so much as always for your company. And remember, when it comes to climate-friendly travel, every small step forward is a giant stride when we all step together. <laughs>